0: Okay, welcome to Tavern Talk on the How I Eat's Network. So this is a D&D related chat, and we're all having a drink, and we're all talking about nerd stuff, so hope you enjoy. I've got a question for the group then. <laughs> um, who is your favourite, if you had to pick one, who is your favourite NPC? That we've Ever. had can that, you, that either you can think of Who you know of Or has been in one of our games I think we're all going one say you've created
1: one. Uh, Griffley Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Griffley. Oh, Griffley Oh, Griffley Oh, Griffley We love Griffley Do you want to explain who Griffley is? Sorry. Yeah, please Because so, he's
2: dead um, now, So,
0: yeah.
1: yeah He's not dead He lives on in our souls um, Forever So,
2: Griffley was a halfling Who seeked adventure And the group came through the town and he had a um, very early promise of being a cleric. And he followed the group into the woods and a nightmare unicorn uh, actually attacked the group. Killed um, me. Ferox went down. Mm. Uh, first time anyone had ever gone down. And Griffly appeared from a bush, like a little angel. <laughs> and um, saved his life. Uh, since then, he got accepted into the group. I didn't know he was going to get accepted into the group. They could have just left him. Um, but they took him They took him with Under the wing Under the wing No. <laughs> and he, he saved them numerous
0: times He did
3: save <laughs> yeah, them numerous times. That um, would have been a whole set of new characters <laughs> If it wasn't for briefly yeah. <laughs> Nobody
2: likes playing a cleric I, I, I would do I, I would hate do and he's my favourite character I've ever played oh, yeah. of um, I think I'd quite like to play a cleric yeah, And um, it ended you'd up You'd never
1: save anyone
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah You'd forget to like heal people No um, That ended up being a massive Uh, Bad guy battle at the end with Gratz, who, if no one knows, he's a hell god over three planes. Um, And he sacrificed himself, uh, and they both exploded in a ball of light, and that's the last they've seen of Gratz and Grifley.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I think coming in at a close uh, second favourite for me is maybe Gaiman yeah I he like was gaming. great
2: my NPCs yeah. fucking we cool. do make some well, great oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh yes Gaiman yes
3: he's so like sultry and so like <laughs> yeah. smart
2: yeah.
1: right, like prick, and you I don't know. want to
3: trust him but you kind of do yeah <laughs> he sucks like, you
0: in was, was he based on Gilmore
2: the voice was yeah that's where I basically got it from yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's not what, he's not the same no, character. No, he's, not. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he's like a. Um, they all found out that he could transform into like a, a lion angel, with like a lion with yeah. wings and stuff at the end, and he was basically there to oversee Althian, um as like a protector, but he's kind of neutral and he likes. Earning money, and he likes skins of other other animals. Do
3: you know what? Yeah. Who he reminded me of? Um, he was a bit like um, like Littlefinger in Game of Thrones. Like he was sort of yeah. in it for himself, yeah. But, yeah. And would sort of just manipulate everybody to get what he wanted. Like
2: he, he obviously, helped but he was you nicer out. than he that. He helped you out a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, he, but they keep was, trying to buy my skin, though.
2: Yeah, it was too, it's, it's <laughs> to his own ends. At the end of the day, it's still him. Like he still. He's still in it for himself, but he can help other people whilst doing it. Yeah. Just you owe him your skin when you die.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he was going to take the Tabaxi skin, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's,
2: he's got mine. Like, well, when I'm dead, he's got Yeah, you, got sold, my, you like, sold horns, I think. Horns, yeah, you yeah. sold your horns to him, yeah. yes.
0: For so
3: um. another NPC, I think, like, special shout out to Jakob. Yeah. Yes. I love him. Oh, yeah, Jakob's so a funny cool. one,
0: isn't he? It's just yeah.
3: so I just loved him. Yeah. He's just so wholesome. Yeah. So
0: so Jakob if, if you guys want to hear Jakob or you know witness him in a game, he's in our, our one-shot Merry Wintermas Um <clears throat> but essentially Jakob, I created him as just this small like esque boy. He so was going to be he was he was there to just be this Kind of like a little shit in a village, (laughs) but cute enough that you actually cared about him. Yeah. You know? Um, And so, yeah... He kind of speaks a little bit like this. <laughs> he's just um, so cute. Yeah, the thing so is he really <laughs> liked the party as well. Like he really liked this adventuring group, and so he was always going to kind of be the guy that's like, I have a small present for
1: you. Yeah. Like
0: he's just—he's very unique as a, as an NPC. Yeah, I loved. I, loved, I loved like cool. playing him. I love having him in the campaign. He's cute. It's
1: very wholesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, Darvis has got a pretty cool um, yeah, NPC. Uh, uh, young satyr that sold his soul to a crossroads demon to become a bard but thought that the teethling in the party was the crossroads demon and then travelled with the party for over a year
3: <sighs> <laughs>
2: wow. just brought him along um, come on uh, then please
1: yeah. tell me that some join us element of this was um Based on the song that's gone out of my head, The greatest Song in the World. Yeah,
2: it's yeah.
0: Tenacious D. Uh, it's it's cool you.
1: Yeah, It's, <laughs> it's not the greatest some... song in the world. It's not. It's yeah, famously not. So if you um, please tell me some of it was based on that, I would really enjoy that. <laughs> um, also, DD characters based on Tenacious D would be excellent. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh it <laughs> wasn't <laughs> based <laughs> on <laughs> it. You it's just a great literally idea, just come across
2: Jack Black and Kyle. I'm
1: like, yeah. oh,
2: <laughs> that'll be so cool. Just
0: play to a demon. What do um a question for for you here, actually, uh, side because Ooh. it's like a DM one specifically, but, like, is creating an NPC the same as
2: creating a character for you? Or, or not? Like, is, how different is it? No. It um, is? So I feel um, a character is, like, put into it. It's fine. Like, a character's a character. Um, they're in a group. You have to deal with that character. An NPC, you either have to love or hate at the beginning straight away hmm. because Ooh. it's not... It's like, if you hated, say, Morphron, but you do anyway.
3: Yep. <laughs> but you were stuck with him. We right, hate
2: Um As um, if you hated Gaiman, the whole story, if you didn't trust him, you didn't go to him, the whole story would have changed on really? that first campaign. Mm-hmm. So there has to be an element of, like... You need, to like, you need to like this person or this person needs an element of they, the group, need this NPC mm. for something. Like, for Griffley, you didn't have to take him along. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was like weak little halfling that hadn't really nothing. He just saved your life. Well, that's it because, like, um,
0: when he saved Ferox's life, I basically made it my mission to repay him in some way and to like save his life in some respect which I don't think I ever fucking
2: did uh, <laughs> but nope I tried mate
0: think you spent all the yeah. time trying
3: to yeah. kill me instead <laughs> like yeah. your
2: NPCs as well Um I, I like the one one of the NPCs like bad guy NPCs that I like was the Cthulhu offspring mm-hmm. for mm. Athens, and what they did was it doesn't know why or how um, he had Athen's mother's trident oh yeah um, and that, like, it's kind of like, fuck. Why has he got that? And that's yeah. why you wanted to kill him. So yeah, like, yeah, you can put an NPC in yeah. a bad person as well. Yeah. Like, and then, like you can switch the emotions completely around. Like, I just want to kill this guy. Mm.
3: I've yeah. not really made like many NPCs because I've literally done that that one shot. And the only NPCs I did was Jeff Leopard, which was a character I'd already created, and I just thought he was kind of fun to put in. And then the overseer, which no one ever really heard other than through a digital app on Mm. my phone where i changed his voice and that was it there was no backstory to him because he was like super mysterious so i've literally Mm -hmm. i've never actually had to go in depth with mine but i feel like you'd want to i'm guessing you put like quite a lot of effort into it because if they become part of your campaign it helps Only up. if they're gonna be yeah. got it helps
2: personalities.
1: I think Emily's point on here
3: is pretty relevant yeah. as well. So
1: she said I think sometimes you have to make NPCs rather quickly um because the characters the players go off the rails, yeah. We're we always do off that the rails. So so so
2: hundred, hundred, we're never on the rails. <laughs> never yeah. on the
1: rails. Being no. a DM
2: in this group is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah. So yeah. I'll be like, Do you wanna go to this village that I've spent four years creating? And we'll be like, nah.
3: No, we just I'm stay good, in this tavern. Just yep. would just like to walk past it. Thank you. Yes. We're gonna so we're going to stay in the tavern and buy smegs and throw them at passersby. Yeah. Yep. So
2: for the next campaign, I've literally created a world with like fifty-two cities in it. I think.
1: <laughs> and we're going to visit one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're
3: going to visit like four of them. <laughs> Not
1: <leave>. Drink seaweed <laughs> martinis. Yeah. <laughs> And that is it. Yeah, <laughs> we regularly have like um, limbo competitions. Yeah, like in yes. game when our characters are drunk. Um, sometimes... Flopsy Wuzzle. Flopsy Wuzzle. Yeah. Wasn't
2: the one where um, someone was on a table? And the table was floating around the room.
3: Yeah, yeah, we well, can't can't Was that the professor?
2: Day? Was on the I table, and then oh no, the the wasn't it?
3: it? was with Clarice. Yeah, the chicken. Oh, oh the
2: chicken. yeah, I was yeah. flying around the room, and then someone else put someone on a ta- on a chair <laughs> and flew them around the room.
1: Yeah, yeah. Davos's players also live off the rails. Yeah, yeah, no, we're definitely off the rails. My we um, we
2: are on them. My my process
0: to making an NPC uh, again, I use James's advice is motivation. Yeah, <laughs> that. Like, if I write notes on an NPC, I have motivation as pretty much first and foremost. Like, even sometimes before their name, it's like, <coughs> what does this person exist for? Sometimes you don't ask an NPC's name. It's like, you're interacting with them on the street or on the in a tavern or whatever. And, like, so before you ask the question, like, oh, what's your name? Or, you know, what do they call you? Or whatever. It's like, they've got to do something. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if they've got a reason to exist in the world... um, And the players start to interact with them on a deeper level, like, oh, have you got any jobs going? Or like, oh, what do you need? Or, you know, uh, what goes on around here? Like, you get that from their motivation. You get how much they are invested in the local town, what they want to do then and there, how much money they potentially have. Like, you get it from the motivation. Um, But I also, I make a point as a DM, you guys probably don't notice it in game, but I make a point that's similar to what somebody commented there on TikTok, of getting that motivation across really fast. Yeah. Like, Mm. making sure the players know, like, what's this person's, like, thing you know what I mean? Because if you don't know that, you just don't care about them at all. No, unless they give them a stupid accent or whatever. <laughs> right, I, feel, I feel like players yeah, are we didn't care about to motivation. a stupid accent. No. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, of course. Yeah. A stupid accent is irresistible. Emily's also said that
1: uh, she makes up half of her campaign because to guide the players is like herding cats. But I love that, Emily. And thanks for liking the live as well. These are
2: cats with ADHD. We are. Um,
1: But I love that because I think as a player, there's nothing worse than feeling like you're railroaded. Oh, Marika likes us as well. Marika! Marika, Thanks, Marika. That's Jazz. That's Jazz. Jazz! 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 And Darvis. Oh, this is so wholesome. Thanks guys. Thanks, guys. I know. I like, nope, um, you're this. But yeah, as a player, there's nothing worse than feeling railroaded. I hate it when you want to do something, you want to adventure somewhere, and you feel like the DM is just pushing you in one direction, and it's not actually where you want to be going. Mm. I think the story, yes, is the DM's story, but it's about kind of co-creation at the table. Yep. Um, the DM should be prepared to deal with anything. They should be prepared to be herding cats and all kinds of stuff like that so quite literally in some cases we might want to start actually herding cats um
2: that's why i've built the world as to you can go anywhere you want and i've got a setup point like i know like if you want to go somewhere it's going to take you a while to get there and then in that week between our sessions i can write what happens when you get there you know what i mean like the cities are wrote out and they've got the shops and who runs them, and blah, blah, blah. But there's no like set story in there, and I can yeah. just add stuff in all the time. I think that's what a good DM should do. Yeah. Realistically, like
0: this is the way I planned my campaign. I had a start point, and I had an idea of maybe three or four potential endpoints. Yeah. And then my job was to see what you guys wanted to do. Like, where you wanted to go, and how you wanted to go about your game. Um, and it is your game, you know, it's not me telling you a story. And then to try and weave it into a way which actually has a story arc to it, mm-hmm. you know, rather than just like we turn up and do something random one week and it has no meaning, we turn up the next week and it's another meaningless game. Like, mm-hmm. I try to constantly keep the cogs in motion and in a way which aligned with what the players want to do. Like, I think that's what a DM should do. And if you've got maybe one start, one end, and things that the players have to do on the way, then you're potentially railroading or being restrictive yeah um like i think co-creating and co-writing this entire campaign even though the players don't realize they're actively doing it they are yeah Yeah. you know what i mean every single choice you make in a game
1: yeah
0: is co-creating the story um you dm like I i always thought i was maybe one or two steps ahead of the group um but that's it I wouldn't plan any further ahead and sometimes I would even have to, like you said, between weeks, change what I had planned yeah, because of sure. what you guys have done in the game. Mm-hmm. If you think you are twenty steps ahead of the players, you're fucking wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're just wrong. You don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. Oh,
0: or where? you've got unhappy players. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know,
3: like that.